the readings this autumn uh, in the lectionary, the Old Testament readings, take us on a journey with the Israelites in the wilderness after they've been delivered from slavery in Egypt, but before they reach the promised land. They end up wandering for 40 years. And in Whitcomb, we will deliberately dwell with them in the wilderness through this autumn season, rather than focus on the gospel reading or set our sights on the promised land prematurely. Don't worry. This is because we believe their wilderness journey somewhat reflects our country's season at the moment. We've been delivered from an unprecedented lockdown, but we are still wandering in that in-between space. It may feel like, to some, that we're going back over territory we've already traversed. We may join the Israelites at time by feeling fed up, impatient, fearful, confused, or wanting to usurp the leadership. These are all some of the human reactions we read of in Exodus, and they would be natural for us to feel too. And the hope is that by knowing the Exodus story, we might learn how to navigate our wilderness season in a way that is more pleasing to God. Now, the greatest, most glorious difference between us and those Israelites is, of course, that we are New Testament believers in the wilderness with an everlasting hope living within us. So humanly, we will be able to relate closely with their experience. Spiritually, our experience can be entirely different. Let's explore. Everyone, everyone in all the world of all time needs someone or something to trust in. Trust is key to every relationship, whether within a family or at church or at work. We are wired to need to trust, to want to trust from when we are babies to when we are elderly. And when we come into the wilderness seasons of life, uncertain times with unfamiliar surroundings, the need for trust is intensified. Often in wilderness times, when our previous structures and relationships and mechanisms are in disarray, we can be in danger of grabbing at anything we see to hold on to. And so this episode of the Israelites is a, provides a warning for us, as well as an invitation to come higher. The context is this. We pick up the story in chapter 32. Back in Exodus 24, Moses ascends the mountain to receive instructions from God. And I don't suppose the people knew whether he'd be back in time for tea or not until Christmas, but they were instructed to wait. The Israelites in their waiting grow unsettled. They can no longer see Moses 
who points them to God. So rather than remembering the truth and the deliverance they've experienced, they crave to grab onto another visible representation of God. They sin by putting their trust in something visible rather than in the invisible truth of God. And this is a warning to us in the wilderness times. My wise spiritual director once said to me, hold on to in the dark that which you believed in the light. Hold on to in the dark that which you believed in the light. When we feel uncertain in the waiting time, in the wilderness, there are things we can do, like returning to our creed, our declaration of faith. We could think back over life and remember all the times that God has been faithful in delivering us, providing for us. And if you still draw a blank, you could think always of the cross, how Jesus has taken away the power of our sin that leads to death. And we can feed on him, on that truth of eternal life and hope in him. So in this wilderness season, God is inviting you to to hold on to him, to trust in him. But more than that, he's inviting you higher to share in Moses' mountaintop ministry. Now, some may object uh, with nonsense about being unworthy of such a calling or not being holy enough. Let me tell you, that's nonsense. To think that is to undervalue God's love for you. It is to uh, decry the power of the blood of Christ that was shed for you, cleansed you, made you righteous in the sight of God. So humanly, we may be able to relate to the Israelites' reactions, but spiritually, God sees us on the mountaintop. We as Christians are people set apart from the world. There is now no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus because his blood has cleansed us. And this is mighty good news. But we're set apart for a purpose. Moses stood in the gap between God and his righteous judgment versus his people who were confused and lost and sinning in the wilderness. And Moses in that gap interceded. He interceded as though his life depended on it, even though it did not. God was clear that Moses would not face the same judgment, the same punishment, because he was considered righteous. So he could have sat back and thought, hey-ho, 
I'm all right, Jack. It's their own fault uh, they were in that mess. But no. Moses feels at one with the people and he loves them as family. We've heard the two greatest commandments this morning. Jesus commands us to love our neighbours around the world as we love ourselves. Intercession is a way of expressing that love, particularly when people are troubled in a wilderness season. And in prayer, Moses does two things that you can mirror in your uh, intercessions. He laments. His heart aches in his petitioning. He cries out for the, the people and as though it's his own trouble. And secondly, he reminds God of his own promises. And in this season, we're called to do just that. We're called to turn from any false hopes that we might have been clutching at. Anything other than God that we put our trust in. Be holy as God is holy. And we're also called to that higher place. To trust God and stand in the gap and intercede for those troubled in the wilderness. True intercession does involve suffering. Entering into someone's suffering, just like Jesus did on the cross as he interceded between God and man, saying, God, forgive them. They do not know what they're doing as he suffered. And so that is our invitation. And if you're discouraged at any point, I uh, keep this quote close by to where I pray from Charles Spurgeon. Prayer is the slender nerve that moves the muscle of omnipotence. The man who has his mouth full of arguments in prayer shall soon have his mouth full of benedictions in answer to prayer. So be encouraged in your mountaintop ministry through this wilderness season. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, teach us, inspire and impassion us to stand in the gap and pray for others in the wilderness. Amen.